When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, birthday parties for little tiny tots, the super over the top extravagant ones, a la Kylie Jenner. Blow up head. We kind of think they're kind of dumb yeah. on the Colleen and Bradley I mean, show. Kind of, it's just dumb. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And this is sort of based on a conversation we started yesterday. Yeah. So uh, there was this whole story about Stormy Jenner getting her very own first birthday party, and it was bazonkers. I mean, like t- over the top to the nth degree. Literally tens of thousands of dollars spent on this child's first birthday. And I just, I was like, at the time I said, I just think it's silly to have a birthday party like this over the top for a child who, first of all, first and foremost, is not going to remember any Mm -hmm. of this. Like, I guarantee that one-year-old child isn't going to be like, I remember finally the the year my mother spent... Uh, more than a year's salary for most people on one of my birthday parties. Remember all the guests my, walked into my blow-up mouth? And my ate my Louis Vuitton-inspired french fries? And shopped at my birthday swag gift shop? So, that seemed over the... You know, that just seemed like so obviously pointless and unnecessary. But then it kind of prompted a broader conversation about how just extravagant birthday parties for children seems a little unnecessary and maybe... Uh, mm, not necessary mm-hmm. uh, in general. Um, so even if you're not just a wealthy celebrity, because you see these and I'm not talking about like you go to Chuck E. Cheese with your f- kids and like 10 of his friends. Right. I'm talking about like the adults come mm-hmm. and the adults are having a party. Do you know what I'm saying? Like oh, you've yeah. seen this on reality shows, oh, right? Yeah. Uh, by the way, six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. If you want to join in on the, on the fun. Um, you know, because there is a difference between a party that is clearly for the birthday person, the child, and a party that is about the parents. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. And that Kylie Jenner birthday party for Stormy Webster was not about Stormy's first birthday. That was all about Kylie. Yeah. That was all about look at me. I have a one year old come. Celebrate that, and the Kardashians are famous for that. But they're not. But they're the not only, alone. But oh they're my not God. alone by any stretch. No, I mean reality uh, TV show families. You see these all the time, and you'll see parents come like dressed in like costumes for little, um, you know, little uh, camemberts. You know, second or third birthday, or you know, little um, goudas you know, something or other. And it's just like, okay, wait a minute. If the parents are having more fun at this party, it is not a kid's party. So that to me is a judgment that we're making Mm -hmm. and we're kind of saying is over the top. 
But I also just think like for your kids, like even if you like if you were spending like if you were that mom Mm -hmm. who was always doing the over the top birthday party, I'd be like, why are you doing that? Well, and you know, I was trying to kind of we were talking about this off the air and I was saying I kind of felt like a little bit hypocritical because I was like, I, you know, I've been known to drop an ungodly, in my opinion, amount of money. I mean, it is shocking how much these can cost you when you are going to. Um, a place, I won't even say, like a trampoline park type place or like an indoor park or a, you know, pizza place. Like Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese type place. And you buy the birthday package and you drop that money. And it is a lot of money. I'm sorry. It's really expensive. That that to me is like, you're just, it's a lot of money because, well, I mean, things cost money. And to me, it's like a convenience Mm -hmm. fee because it means I'm not going to have it. Yeah. I'm talking about people who are renting like performers for Mm -hmm. their children's birthdays. You know, maybe if it's once in their life for a very special thing, sure. Like if it's a cultural thing, you know, like a quinceanera or something like that, sure. I'm not here to tell people what they can and can't do with their money. But I'm just, I just, when you see somebody having like an over-the-top party, and maybe I just feel that way in general, but especially for the kids, I wonder like what weirdly unrealistic expectations are you setting up for your kids? Right. Uh, let's go to the phones. Linda's on the line. Hi, Linda. What did you want to add to uh, over-the-top, extravagant children's birthday parties? My my brother lived in that Thousand Oaks, Calabasas area for a number of years. Mm-hmm. And he and his wife would go to these parties, and it'd be a full bar, you know, full buffet. The parents were over here partying up, the kids. My brother was like, who's driving the car home from this party? Oh, jeez. You know? yeah. You've got a seven-year-old birthday party, and... He just, he just didn't, wouldn't do it. He was like, I am not. He would do a lot of fun, cool things for his kids' birthdays. But the money, he just, he, it was like a wedding. He likened yeah. it to people getting married. And he goes, you don't spend that much on your seven-year-old's birthday party that you would spend on your wedding. Yeah. Well, and Linda, thank Thanks, you so much Linda. for your call. And, you know, what she said there that, like, kind of got stuck with me was that almost like the kind of cultural experience of it, like in that particular area, which is also the area where the Kardashians live, that that might be just their norm is that you throw gigantic, crazy, extravagant birthday parties for your kid. I, that's weird. I, I have, I, I, I might judge that. I, and I don't have children. So you should take it to mean nothing. I just, you know, like, uh, it's easy in the absence of of um, uh, experience to sort of have opinions about things. I mean, I I imagine parents feel a certain amount of pressure to like do things that their their peers are doing. So if their peers are doing something extravagant, there might be a certain amount of pressure on you to do that. Otherwise, you feel like you're being judged. I get that that is like a legit thing that I am not contemplating, but. I maybe it's just because I was raised in a way that was like, you can have something nice, but you're not going to have like, you know, all of it. You, you're not. Yeah, because, again, you're a child. Well, And I think that that's OK. <laughs> so then that's my that's the other piece of it that I look critically at is like, what is the message you send to a child when just like we all we all have birthdays? I've yet to meet a person who doesn't have a birthday. Right. Yeah. There is a day that we all entered this world. And that is the day that is called your birthday, yeah. right? Yeah. There may be people who don't know their exact birthday, yeah. but there is something about your existence that you have a date attached to that you celebrate. Yeah. And I would just say, you know, 
that when you dump all of that money and put all of that importance on it and invite everybody in there um, in the neighborhood and have a full bar. And as Linda said, you know, spend as much money as you would on a wedding for a kid's birthday. And you do that year after year after year after year after year. What is the message you're sending to the child yeah. about that where they stand in the world? That probably says a lot about what our general parenting uh, philosophies would be in the sense that like, I would never want my child to have the impression that, you know, that their birthday is a national holiday for everybody. Yeah. Well, and that their <laughs> life is a like, I want them to feel special and unique sure. and completely enabled to do whatever it is that they want to do, but not at the expense of like, you know, all everything, everything else. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like I'm going to go into debt so that you can have an unrealistic birthday it's, experience. Yeah. It's so strange. All right. Well. God, we sound like fun parents. Well, I know there's I mean, somebody out there going like, God, you guys, all well, they want to do is have a bounce house. But I'm not, you can have a, have your yeah, bounce house. I'm not saying you can. Have your bounce house. I'm saying don't like remortgage your house yeah. to have the most over the top ridiculous mm-hmm. party. I mean, you know, limits is yeah, all I'm saying. Yeah. Everything within reason. Yeah. It's all a matter of degree. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad we figured that out. <sighs> Me too. When we come back. <sighs> Here's a special. Here's a special lady. Okay. Wendy Williams. Oh, where's Wendy? Well, it's been a number of days, and we're going to tell you exactly how many since we've last seen Wendy Williams on a TV screen. Mm-hmm. And we're going to tell you what her staff thinks about this after this on My Talk 107.1. We are on Wendy Watch on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 107.1, oh. streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and. We're talking about Wendy Williams, and uh, she's been gone from our, our televisions for quite some time. Uh, can we uh, check the tabulator on the Wendy Williams watch? Can you uh, dial that thing up there? <laughs> I'm not telling you anything. <laughs> Just play some noise. <laughs> 55 days, says the Wendy Williams uh, watcher. 55 days it's been since Wendy. Did you make that up, Holly? Or did you do the math? No, I found the math from E! Online. So okay. that's where I'm so sourcing So it's legit. I just yeah. wanted to make sure I'm, I'm being clear with the audience that it was, in fact, scientifically speaking, 55 days since last we saw Wendy Williams on the boob tube. She uh, has apparently been going through a lot. We've talked about it. And finally, today, it was just like, you guys, we need to just do a report every day on where Wendy Williams is and how many days it's been since she's last on TV. Because the latest story is that... Uh, according to sources, and an actually it's called thesource.com. Oh, so it's, this isn't the, the source. source.com. We're actually going to the source. Yep. Talk show host Wendy Williams has been experiencing some difficult times. We know that. But the source says that her staff doesn't want her back. In fact, according to this source, the workplace is much more productive when Wendy and her they say estranged husband, but I don't think we can say that yet. Right. We can say strange husband. Estranged husband uh, aren't in the picture. So the staff are saying it's like being on vacation, having guest hosts open a new window. Everyone is laughing and smiling and working together. We all got have gotten so used to walking on eggshells around Wendy and Kevin, we forgot what it is to work in a fun environment. At first, the staff was worried about losing their jobs. Uh, now it looks like the show can survive without Wendy, and a lot of people don't want her to return. I, okay, I would say if there's any truth to this, mm-hmm. that there is something really ballsy about 
being somebody who has profited from her show, working on her show, yeah, and saying, you know what, yeah, we don't really want her back. But you know how it is to work with d bags. Um, if you, yes, I do. I know a thing or two about it. Why are you looking at me like that? Because you're sitting across from me. I am not the d bag. Do not even get me started. <laughs> but no, you've we worked with difficult people when they're gone. Oh, you don't want to go there. When they're gone, you're like, woohoo! Yeah, can't yes. be like this every day. Yes, vacation. But but to speak about it publicly. When you don't quite know whether or not I mean, they're that's dangerous, yeah, yeah, whether when you don't know what's coming next and whether or not they're going to come back and what that's going to look, I mean, to that to me seems that tells me a story, yeah, that they if if indeed there's any truth to this, the fact that they're willing to go f- forward and say, like, yeah, we're good, thanks to the person who's been buttering their bread, yeah, it's certainly rude. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, it tells you a lot about what it must be like to work for that person. Yeah, that's what I mean. And like to be that ballsy to not really care if she comes back or not and know that like whatever happens next is going to be better. And whatever happens next might mean no money for you. Okay. Yeah. I think what this person is alleging, though, is that they think the show is doing just fine without her so that should she not return, they'd be able to carry on without her. Now, I mean, who's going to take her place? Nick Cannon? Sure. I guess that's a possibility. And I wouldn't I be idea. surprised. Jerry O'Connell. Well, you only say that because he was one of the people in the running for Kelly and Ryan. Right? He's just so thirsty for a job. Yeah. That man wants a talk show so bad. Uh, but uh, my point would be at this point, I'm actually starting to believe it's possible. We're never going to see Wendy Williams on a TV screen again, at least for the near future, because literally, guys, we have been in a um, just like a Wendy vacuum, a Wendy vacuum. Like she was. Well, she was supposed to take five days off. And now we're at day 55. Yeah. And allegedly she's been hospitalized, but we have pictures of her not in hospital. Now, I will say we did get and we got a tweet yesterday that I, I thought was an, he had an interesting he had an interesting theory. He asked if we knew because the last time we saw her was outside of CVS in Florida. Yeah. He asked, do you know where in Florida Wendy was spotted? There are quite a few sober living during treatment facilities in Florida. And those facilities do allow people to go off site. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm here for speculation today. Sure. We don't know anything. So we don't anything know anything. Could be true. And honestly, one of the things that we don't even know is where in Florida that was I mean, taken. She could have had an alien baby or something. Yeah. For all we know. No, anything is possible. Um, but in, in, in response to that, like, but the, but the point is this, the point is this, we can speculate all day because we've given, or she's given us nothing to go to move on except for her well, fractured shoulder and her graves disease the, ala- the last alleged public statement was tick tock tick tock tick tock tick tock that she's complications from graves disease nick cannon remember had a oh, conversation yeah. with her and he was like you guys she's doing great i talked to her and allegedly the staff did not know that this call had taken place until after the fact and they were kind of ticked that he, he had this call with right. her wherein she talked about how amazing she is uh, doing and how much she's in love with her husband, which seemed a little suspect, a little overly intentional. And also that they were uh, focused on healing together as a family. Yeah. So I just think we need to stay on this Wendy Williams watch because something don't yeah. add up. 
And frankly, I ain't got nothing better to do at 2.15 in the afternoon than to know what's going on with Wendy Williams. You know what we should do hmm. is we should really like, uh, can't we get like an investigation team to go down there and find um, her? What are you proposing? Are we the investigation team? Can't we just like Google some stuff? Surely somebody knows where she is well, and we could I'm... just like dig around. I mean, or can we just go to Florida and walk around and see if we can find her? I mean, I'm sure that it's B. Arthur nice would be fine there. You know, we can look at the beach. We can, yeah. we can look at the pool. My right? parents have a place in Naples we could stay. Sure. And then we'll just is wander she near around. Naples? I don't know. Okay. But maybe... But we don't know. But if nobody will know unless we go. Yeah, we'll leave no luxury restaurant on. That is true. true. You know, I hope I've heard actually that she spends a lot of time at the. Um, uh, what is that place called? McDonald's. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think of the restaurant on Fifth Avenue. Um, there's a lot of really good restaurants down there in okay. Naples that well, we're, we're going to we go think check she's at. We're going to go check those restaurants. <laughs> when we come back, we've got crazy, stupid idiots, dumb people doing dumb things on My Talk 1071. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Where Wendy Williams was recently seen with her best friend, Regina. Mm -hmm. Bradley's hot on that case. Uh, And while Bradley continues to research that, I think we should give something away. And uh, Holly, what are we giving away? A Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine's Restaurant Week gift card Woo! to Six Smith worth $100. Third caller, 651-641-1071 is going to get their burger on. Get your burger Lucky on. you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, for our first crazy, stupid idiot, we are going to take a little trip to Missouri. And company. Uh, we are going to, yes, we're going to Baldwin, Missouri. Mm. Yes. Uh, where the police caught a guy walking down the street with a bunch of bottles of alcohol in his bag. Okay. He had a bag full of alcohol. And uh, the cops were like, hmm, that's a guy with a lot of alcohol in a bag. Also, he looks like uh, the guy that was just described as having stolen alcohol from several stores. Oh. In the area. Okay. So they were like, oh, that guy matches the description of the alcohol thief of Baldwin Missouri. Okay. <laughs> so they, you know, pulled him aside. They started talking to him uh, and they were like, yeah, give me a look in your bag. And he okay. was like, yeah, sure. Totally. Yeah. Whoa. Now he, that, you know, he stole some alcohol from some stores. Like that's not super crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah. I mean, it's dumb, but it's not like crazy, stupid idiot. Mm. But here's the part that makes it crazy, stupid idiot. Okay. What they also found in that bag that was housing his alcohol that he had stolen from multiple stores in the Baldwin, Missouri area was a journal <gasps> listing a journal listing all of the alcohol he had stolen from all of the stores in the Baldwin, Missouri area and where he had stolen them from. So on it was a record dates. of his criminal activities. He had his own record of his own criminal activities, which then the police were able to cross reference with the complaints of alcohol thievery in the Baldwin, Missouri area. Uh, And on the days, by the way, this is my favorite part of his journal. On the days when he didn't steal anything, he would note off day. As though he took 
He took a his, vacation day yeah. from his thieving. Okay. Okay. So that was very thorough. Yes. Was he a Virgo? I don't know. Good question. Very I don't, Virgo-like behavior. I do not have his, uh, his Zodiac sign at the ready. But uh, the cops haven't quite said yet what charges he's facing. But we do have uh, a He's picture. doing all those things. Well, yeah. But we do have a picture of one of his journal pages, if you'd like to peruse that. You know, just for funsies. Um, also, I would like to go to Baldwin. <laughs> I mean. Who wouldn't, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So that was Baldwin, and that was in Missouri. Yes. Correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a nice place. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, this is taking a long time to load. Uh, I just want to have the details for you. We're now going, oh, not far away. We're going to Kansas. Really? Wichita. Wichita, Kansas. Okay. I think is how they say it. I've actually right. stayed in Wichita. I spent the night in Wichita. It sounds like a country western does, song. I spent the night at a Motel 6 in Wichita. Because it's halfway between here and Houston. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good to know. I want to tell you about something that had happened at the Home Depot. It was not good. Uh-oh. It was really bad. Although maybe it wasn't so bad. Okay. Okay. Somebody <clears throat> used a display toilet as if it were. <laughs> no, that would have been awesome. Okay. But a toilet does come into play. Oh, okay. Fun. So <laughs> let's just rack this thing up or uh, file this under misunderstandings. Okay. So there is a guy. Let's call him a guy. And his name is Chester. Chester. Okay. So Chester is like, oh, he's having indigestion yeah right okay so chester maybe he went to go get some screws or a uh a uh plumber's thing (laughs) a plunger yeah i'm just letting bradley go i'm just trying to paint a picture yes chester's Mm -hmm. like i need some nails so chester felt nature's call uh, at the Home Depot. And um, he went into the restroom and said something. And it's what he said in the restroom that earned him crazy, stupid. Oh, tell says. me that he went in there and said he was going to drop a bomb. Close. <laughs> what I will say is that shortly thereafter, somebody called 911 and said that a guy made a bomb threat. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and they were like... <laughs> They were like, wait a minute, what? Yes, the bomb threat came from a man in the bathroom who ran into the stall. Remember Chester? And warned others that, quote, y'all need to get out of here because I'm fixing to blow this place up. (laughs) Now, a witness said that he laughed at the remark and took it as a joke because... He was running into the bathroom bathroom. saying he was going to blow it up. And how many times have you said to somebody, I'm about to blow (laughs) this place up or or don't blow up the bathroom or you know what I mean? Like you don't want to light a match. Yeah. So like he took that as a joke. However, you know, 2019, you you want to see something, say something. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, they did say that he. He said that there was going to be a bomb in there and that you needed to leave the building. And the caller to 911 said he said it three times. But again, he was, I, mean, I think <laughs> that was, was just it was urgency. There was some urgency. 
Uh, But then it kind of went through a game of telephone where they were like the bomb. You know, the guy said he's going to blow it up. Oh, bomb threat. Okay, call 911 bomb threat. He's going to blow up the bathroom three times. And they were like, wait. So they talked to the guy and he was like, yeah, I really had a bad case of the, you know, (laughs) trots. the trots. Y'all need to get out of here because I'm fixing to blow this place up. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine the poor well, police officers? All, like, I don't I can't imagine the world where I walk into a public restroom. Oh, that's such a dude thing to do. I like, know. hey, y'all, I'm about to blow this place up and Be announce careful. what's about to come out of my body. I just don't know a world. You where might want to leave. It ain't going to be good. I don't feel like that's a Minnesota have, activity. Well, I've done either. this before where you have you ever done this thing? <laughs> no, I swear to God. Were you announced to a public restroom? Yes. <laughs> Full of strangers? No, but... Tell me more. Okay. So, every day at the firm, I pay a visit to the upstairs restroom. It oh, is a... I already know this. It is a private experience. Mm-hmm. It is a one experience, one person. You yep. lock the door, take your pants off, enjoy. Mm-hmm. You know, you just relax. <laughs> Can you isolate that, Holly? And lock then, the door, take your pants off, enjoy. Thank you. Relax. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Enjoy. I forgot I forgot a step. <laughs> So then you leave and somebody that you know and love mm-hmm. is walking towards oh. you. Yeah. And you alert them and to you the say, fact you know that what? maybe you might want to If I were a- you, I would probably wait a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Now, when it's not a stranger, I don't feel comfortable saying that. So then you just keep walking and walk real fast and hope that you don't make eye contact later in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you could always, you know, do the, the <laughs> universal language of when... You have a case of that, and we do have... What's the universal language? Well, you know, all right, here we go. Oh. It so, happens, though. I feel bad for Chester. To, for Ch- to Chester, or to Colleen's point about Chester, though, I don't think you need to use the words bomb in Mm-mm. 2019. Yeah. No. You could say, like, I'm going to stink it up. Yeah. I'm going... Uh, I'm going to drop the kids off at the pool. Mm. I got a load. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Why does she always make it sound so raw? To like, say I'm those are alternatives I'm to saying have a low. What did yes. you just say? No. I will. Okay, I can't even. What? I will. No, I'm not going to. What do would it. you? I mean, you can alert people without being crude. Is what I'm yeah, saying. you're going to say. There's I'm going to slide different ways. into third right now. Watch out. Okay, <laughs> When we come back, it's time to play the. <laughs> The throwback live at 2.45. We're going to do that after this on My Talk 107.1. As fall fills up with activities and obligations, even a small time saver can feel like a big help. Grammarly is an all-in-one writing tool that makes clear, concise communication easier than ever. So you can finish your work earlier and head off to family dinners, social events, and fall weddings. Grammarly is free to download and works where you do. So every project gets finished quicker. Make sure your writing is free of mistakes with Grammarly's free, comprehensive writing suggestions and get an instant take on how your message comes across with the free tone detector. Let Grammarly Premium's sentence clarity rewrites help you find the perfect words on the first try. You'll be confident writing client emails, deadline-driven reports, and presentations without staying late at the office. Get more time back in your day by writing with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcasts to sign up for a free account. Then get 20% off when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium. That's Grammarly.com slash podcasts. 
Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.